she's about to show what the girls should have did. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and it's me this week. It's me this week. So, um, I had a lot of things written down that I wanted to talk about, but because of last week's episode, um, I'm gonna wait to talk about this, I guess. Not wait, but it's just like, I want to address some issues before, you know, I say everything how, I say every, say how I really feel. I also want to apologize to anybody that may have felt like I've hurt their feelings about things that I've said on this podcast um, because those aren't my intentions but I thought it was appropriate to apologize on here because I talk about a lot of stuff and you know some people may take it as me being subliminal or whatever but I want to apologize here because I said it here on this podcast and I was listening to the read and I remember Crystal was saying that this girl was like apologizing to her like through an email even though like the girl was like talking mad shit to her on like social media and stuff and she was just saying like no you need to apologize where you decided that you fucked up at or whatever so if you did it in public do it in public so I'm gonna apologize here on this podcast for anybody and everybody you know that may have felt like I said something mean or hurt their feelings I'm sorry I can't tell anybody how to feel about nothing so yeah um but what I want to say is, I be feeling like people don't recognize like the work that I put in, and I am no way, shape, or form. And I know I've said this before. I am no way, shape, or form perfect. I never claim to be perfect. I feel like I do talk about the things that I do need to work on. Um, I've admitted to a lot of things that, you know, some people won't usually admit to, you know, as far as things that they need to work on and stuff. So, like, I feel like I've done a really good job of doing that, and I feel like people should respect my shit, like, you know? Um, So, yeah, don't fault me. Well, not don't fault me, but, like, I guess it's not even up to other people to recognize my growth because, you know, that's up to me and whatever. But I just want to say for the record, I feel like I've grown a lot. Um, I still have things I need to work on. And I'm not ashamed to say that. And I'm not ashamed to say, like, I'm actually getting the help so I can you know, have the proper steps to do what I do or whatever, you know? So, moving on, this past weekend, uh, let's see what happened. So, I went to Dallas, um, and this is my first time in Dallas. I went to Dallas with my friend Erie and my friend Des. And it is, today is actually Erie's birthday. I'm recording this on Erie's birthday. So happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. I got it. I sounded kind of good. Now, okay. So, we went to Dallas. We left Friday night. Came back Sunday afternoon. Um, And we had a really, really, really good time. Like, I had so much fun. Like, we literally laughed the whole entire weekend. And there was no complaints um, that I know of. Nobody was annoyed that I know of. It was just, like, a good-ass trip. Like, we just had a good-ass time. Um, And I really like Dallas. Um, Dallas is, for people that um, are not familiar with Texas, Dallas is a very... It's very small compared to Houston. Like, I've stated before on other podcasts, like, it will take me... It could take me 30 minutes to get from one side of Houston to the next. Sometimes it could take me an hour to get from one side of Houston to another side of Houston. And I feel like with Dallas, it may take me... It may take 30 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. But it was just, like, the surrounding areas, like, it don't take long to get places. Like, we were... I guess we were kind of like downtownish, and like you know, to go to uptown Dallas, it took us what like ten minutes in the Uber or the Lyft or whatever, five ten minutes at most, and it was like it was just like smooth, like you know, it wasn't. I didn't feel like it was congested like how Houston is, um, and then the city also reminded me of like. Some parts of Dallas, I I think they were downtown Dallas. It kind of reminded me of, um, like, almost like New York, um, back home in New Haven, like, different parts, like, how they had the shop set up, the apartments, and it was, like, some really cool restaurants where you could just, like, sit on the patio and just, like, you know, look at the trolley go by and stuff like that, and they had, like, you know, cute little parks and stuff, and one of the parks... I don't even know where where it was or what the name of it was, but it reminded me of again if you're from Houston, you know um you know uh Discovery Green. One of the parks reminded me of Discovery Green. So, I don't know, it was really fun. Um like I kind of could see myself living there. Um maybe one day, who knows, but I want I definitely do want to go back to Dallas to explore more because you know, when you're trying to do things, like, in two or three days, it's hard to cram everything in. But, you know, we went on a trolley ride. We really did have fun. And, you know, I'm very appreciative of Erie and Des because they bring light and joy to my life. Um, not saying that nobody else does, but they're just, like... Super fun. We always have fun. We always crack jokes, um, tell stories and shit like that, and talk about real shit. Even though you know we do complain about niggas, um, we do talk, we do have real conversations. So I'm glad that you know I have friends where, and I have other friends too where it's like we could talk about ratchet shit, but we could also talk about real shit like you know, racism, fucking sexism, history, whatever the case may be, um, you know, and I'm appreciative that we could switch it up, you know, when need be, 
But I don't know. We had a really good weekend. Um, I feel like we got to know each other more because, you know, Des I met when I was working back home in Connecticut. Um, and then Erie, I met her when I moved here. So I haven't known them super long. But, you know, it seems like we've known each other for for years, which is, like, pretty dope. And I think... You know, having black girls, having friendships with other black girls are super important. Um, at one point in my life, I felt like, you know, I was always getting into it with females, like in elementary school, middle school. And sometimes I'd be thinking, like, is it me? Like, it may be me. I don't know. But, like, I'm just not one to back down, you know? Like, it just doesn't matter to me. And I know I have to work on it, but it's like... I just don't be around for the bullshit and I don't want people to think like I'm some punk because I'm not a fucking punk, you know, like, so I just don't be with the shits. And when I see something that I don't fucking like, like I address that shit and like, I don't want people to think like they could say whatever about me. They could do whatever to me and think you're safe with me. Like you're not safe with me because, and I said this before, you know, I said this on Snapchat, but it's like, I be feeling like if he, if you don't like somebody or if you don't fuck with them, just don't fuck with them. You know, like, I don't need you to do nothing extra for me. I don't need you at the end of the day. So it's like, just don't fuck with me. You know, like, if you don't like me, there's so many people that I don't like and I don't fuck with and I don't ever plan on fucking with them. Like, I don't ever plan on smiling in their face or trying to be funny or laughing at their jokes or nothing like that if I don't fuck with you, you know? Like, so I just want people to give me the same energy. And, you know, I guess that's always been my problem in middle school, elementary school, some parts of high school. Um, I got into arguments in high school too, but it wasn't, I feel like it wasn't as much (laughs) as like elementary school and middle school, but high school, like I was, I was always getting in, getting into it with somebody. Like it don't even matter who it was. Like, I don't, yeah, freshman years, I don't know about my sophomore year if I got into it with anybody, possibly junior year. I think my sophomore year, I got, that's when I got into that fight, I think. And then my junior year, I don't remember. Senior year, everybody hated me. Like, our last marking period, nobody liked me. Um, but, yeah, anyways, like, I just think it's super <laughs> important that, you know, we have healthy friendships with... Well, black girls have, have healthy friendships with other black girls because, you know... I feel like at the end of the day, like, we all we really got, you know. People may not have family. Some people, you know, they have issues with their family. And I think this is why I feel like, you know, friendships with other females are so important because, um, you know, I don't always, I don't have the best relationship with my family. I'm not super close with my family, so... You know, I look for that in friendships and stuff, so they mean a lot to me. Whenever, you know, I'm really close with people, like, that means a lot to me. And it's it's like I have to do better on working on showing that because I know there may be some people that feel like, you know, I don't, I'm not really a good friend or whatever the case may be. But it's like, you know, I'm out here, I'm trying, and, you know, it's going to take some time for me to be 
that model friend or whatever the case may be because it's like people just think like everybody's so perfect like nobody's perfect people you know if a relationship takes work whether it's a friendship romantic relationship family whatever like both people have to be on the same page to make the relationship work if not it's gonna fail you know like it doesn't matter you know we people have to have open communication um you know, and when communicating and being honest, you do have to figure out how you're going to deliver that news to people without hurting people's feelings. And I think that's one of the things that I need to work on, too, is like I I like to express myself and sometimes I don't have a filter and it comes off as rude and, you know, disrespectful and to some people. And I don't feel like I'm being rude or disrespectful. Like, this guy I soul swipe with over the weekend. This is um, just an example. I'm going to try to find it for you. Um, all right. So, I smashed with this guy on soul swipe when we was in Dallas, right? So, you know... They told me to match so we could figure out, like, where to go on Saturday night. So I ended up hitting the guy up or whatever, blah, blah, blah. He said he was going to come on Saturday night. He didn't end up coming. Um, and then what happened the next day, he was like, um, he texted me good morning. I didn't respond because I do, at this point, just like, it's no need for us to talk because, like, I'm going back to Houston. I really don't. Not saying I don't plan on coming to Dallas, but it's just like, I don't need to speak to you anymore because, like, the whole point was for you to come out Saturday night and you didn't. So, boom. So, he texted me back again. He was like, guess you found somebody else. So, I'm like, no, I'm leaving today. I'm leaving now. So, he did the hand over the emoji face whatever and then I said I didn't see the need to text you if we not gonna talk after this and he said where do you live I said Houston he was like that's only a few hours away maybe you just wasn't interested so I said I never said that I don't know you well enough to be interested either what should I be interested in and he said me obviously you rude as hell and I said, sorry, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm very honest. I'm not from Texas. So I'm not trying to be rude. <laughs> I really don't be trying to be rude to people. I said, if you get to know me, you'll understand. He said, be safe. And I said, you sensitive? He said, no, you don't know me either. You just seem like somebody I'd rather not get to meet. And I'm just thinking, like, and that just made me think, like, am I too aggressive, like, when it comes to guys and dating? Like, I'm a, a naturally aggressive person, so I don't know. Like, I just feel like I just don't, I haven't had any real luck. And it's like, I try to be nice. And it's like, for me, it don't even matter if you being nice, like, I be feeling like niggas they ain't worth shit like so it's like why should I be nice to you like for what when you you know you some niggas most niggas have ulterior motives and it's like you don't figure it out till three four months down the line when niggas got you wide open so it's like what the fuck I'm not losing nothing from you know being mean I don't give a fuck like either way you gonna do what you want to do so I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do you know so that's just how I feel, you know, when it comes to guys. Like, ain't nobody show me that they're even worth, you know, me be giving myself to them, you know? Like, nobody has shown me that. And it's going to be a very long time. Like, I don't, I'm not here to waste time. Like, especially, like, if I'm going to be, 
you know, dating you in a relationship with you, like, there's no need for me to be, you know, doing all this extra shit when you ain't, you know, you ain't even show me that you worth shit. You not even doing little things, like, so... I'm good, and I know niggas probably like, oh, well, you need... No, I ain't doing none of that. Fuck these niggas, because they fucking stupid. They retarded. They, like, they're they're crazy. Um, A lot of niggas are crazy. You never never know, like... Not say you never know, but niggas are crazy. Like, they really, like, once they get boxed from you, they really don't know how to act. So, I'm just, like... I don't know. I'm just, like, very whatever about the dating now. It's just it's just fucking stupid, you know? Like, it's just fucking stupid. I'm tired of getting my time wasted. I'm tired of feeling like I got to change who I am to accommodate these niggas, especially these niggas in Houston. Like, I can't do it. Like, y'all too fucking sensitive for me. Like, I need niggas to grow balls. And it's like, I be feeling like, oh, you know, maybe I should be nice. But it's like, I don't care if I'm nice or if I'm mean. They still fucking retarded. Like, they'll walk all over you if you don't, if you let them, you know? So, I ain't with that type of shit. So, fuck all that, you know? Um, What else did I want to talk about? So, one thing I want to talk about is, um, like, having confidence in yourself. Like, I haven't always been the person to have confidence in myself because I used to think that I was ugly. Like, I was not pretty because guys did not want to talk to me, believe it or not. Like, in middle school, um, like, I never had a boyfriend in middle school. Like, I never, like, if I met guys, it was always through other people. And it was just like, I was like the tag along. Nobody really ever you know, really fuck with me like that. So, I don't know. It was... And then, um, high school, I got a boyfriend my freshman year, and it's like, that's what I knew. Okay, I guess I am attractive or whatever. And then college, um, you know, niggas was on me or whatever. And I think because, one, because I was a freshman, but it's whatever. But, like, you know, Matt... I feel like a lot of guys tell me, like, Zakia, you're very pretty, like, you're attractive, whatever, blah, 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 you have a nice body and stuff, and I never, like, paid no attention to it until, like, you know, obviously I started getting older and I started having more confidence in myself or whatever, started, you know, learning how to do makeup, learning how to, you know, put outfits together and stuff, and, like, I'm still learning, like, I'm in, in my heart, I am a tomboy, like, I really don't like getting dressed up, so when I do, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those people that also, um, they don't, I don't buy, I don't spend money on clothes, like, I spend money on food, so, like, I'm trying to get better at, um, I'm trying to get better at, uh, spending money on clothes especially like nice clothes um that I could wear to work or I could wear out or whatever you know I'm trying to do it little by little and buy stuff for my apartment um so you know I'm trying to find a sugar daddy that's willing to sponsor all these shopping sprays or whatever so if you out there yep all right so yeah um confidence so one thing I was like uh 
Kyle, and I'm calling him Kyle. I don't care what he say. But, like, I remember we was out, and he was, I was just saying, like, I look mad good. He was just like, oh, you shouldn't say that or whatever, blah, 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 because it comes off as you're insecure. And I'm just like, since when does that make you insecure if you're bigging yourself up, if you're saying, like, oh, I'm pretty, I'm gorgeous, I look nice or whatever? Like, how does that make you insecure? Like, and I asked him that, and I'm like, who the fuck said that? Like, you know? So... I just want to say, like, if you're confident in yourself, whatever, if you want to big yourself up, do that shit. Fuck what everybody else got to say. It don't fucking matter. Like, be yourself. And I be feeling like it's people out there, and I don't even know who these people are, but, you know, how I feel about this this specific situation, like, they, I feel like they're jealous of me, like, and it's like, because of you know a certain friendship that I have I feel like there's people really out here that do not like me and it's just like I can't understand why like what the fuck did I do to you that made me that made you not like me like I really don't be doing shit I be minding my fucking business and I be like but at the same time I'm out here like saying like for example, I'm doing this podcast and I be, I feel like I'm being very transparent about, you know, the shit I need to work on, my journey and everything like that. And I feel like people see that and they get threatened by it. Like, you know, they get threatened by my confidence. Like, yes, I do look mad good and I'm a very pretty girl and I'm very attractive, you know, like, and I do have a very nice body, you know. So it's like, I feel like when people see that and people see me talking about that or whatever, and they see me doing my podcast, they see me doing shit, like, and I be feeling like I'm not even doing nothing. I move, and then whenever I tell people I move here to Houston, they be like, oh, you know, that's a big step. And I, when I did it, I was just like, I didn't think of it that way. I just thought of it as like, oh, you know, I'm taking a risk or whatever. But some people, when they tell me, they're like, yo, you're really brave. And it's like, I don't even be thinking about that. But it's like some people wish that they could do shit that I'm doing. And I don't be thinking it's nothing. But like to them, it may mean everything or it may be a big deal, you know. But to me, it's not. So it's like, it's just interesting, you know, to hear or you know, what people say about me and what they have to say about certain sh- certain shit that I do. And it's like, is it coming from, oh, well, I'm, you know, or are you hating, uh, like, being jealous? Or it's just like, you know, is it really a fact or is it just your opinion, you know? So either way, I'm still, like, I I look good and I smell good. Um, I feel like I'm doing my own thing. I'm by myself, you know, like, and sometimes it does get lonely, lonely, but it's getting better. Like, I feel like I'm getting to know myself more and more, you know, as I stay in this apartment by myself. So, you know, I'm really happy. I'm really happy about this. Like, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm in a good place. Like, I'm really out here living my best life. And, you know, I don't have any real complaints except for... I feel like money is always going to be an issue or or it's going to be a problem. So it's like, you know, it's whatever. But other than that, I don't have nothing to really complain about. Like, you know, I love my friends. I love my family. Um, I think I'm just now realizing that, you know, I'm growing up and, you know, my friendships are probably going to be different. And I don't I didn't realize this, but 
you know, I'm living like a completely different life than, you know, my friends from back home. And I just think it's so funny because like this is brought up over the weekend. Um, so Ari and Des, they're from Houston, whatever. And I'm from New Haven, Connecticut. So back home, um, so back home, no, when people die, they, well, not everybody, this is not everybody, but obviously if you have money or whatever, you got the money to spend on this. When people die and they have their funerals, they have horse drawn carriages. So I'm like, we were talking about that because, you know, Des lived in Connecticut for a while. She knew somebody that, you know, passed, whatever. And his mom had a horse drawn carriage and she was telling Erie about, they were telling me the story and it was like, yo, I, we've never heard of that. Like nobody does that in Houston. And I'm just thinking like, wow, like that's crazy. Like we're living like you would never know. Like we're living completely two different lives. And I think that's why, you know, and it's normal up north for people to have horse drawn carriages. Like, you know how many times (laughs) I've seen a horse drawn carriage at a funeral, whether I was at the funeral or with somebody else. I was, you know, just passing by or whatever. And then we was in the lift and the guy that was driving us or whatever, he was saying like, yeah, I haven't heard of that in about 100 years. The man was white and I don't know if he was from Texas or what. But it was just so funny because it's like, you know, that's normal for us. And it's like, you know, my life is like down here now. This is my life living in Houston. And it's like, it's just so different. And I think when, if you haven't lived anywhere else, you won't understand when I say I'm still adjusting to the differences between the North and the South because it is a difference. Like, and Dallas showed me that this weekend. Like, they are so behind when it comes to dressing and stuff. Like, they can't dress. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, I don't know what's going on. They live in 2005. I don't fucking know. But, you know, just little things like that. Um, but I'm just realizing, like, you know, People are going to have their own lives, you know, and I may or may not be a part of that. And so I guess it's like hard to, you know, think like, oh, you're friends with this person for so long. And it's like everybody just going their separate ways or starting families or getting engaged, whatever the case may be. But it's like it's dope to see like everybody grow and, you know. And I think my biggest fear is, like, if I don't move back home, like, will my friendships be the same or whatever, you know? I don't know. That's That kind of scares me because it's like we're, we live in two different states. We're just in two different places in our lives. So it's just interesting, you know, to hear about, well, not hear about, just to think about it. It's like another thing I said over the weekend, like, on Twitter, it's really people in New Haven, like they be taking pictures and stop and shop in the grocery store and like putting it on Instagram and like that's cool back home. And it's like, why are you doing that? Like that's corny to me. You know, like who the fuck is doing that? Even though, you know, the guys in Houston, like they be doing corny shit too. But it's like I cannot believe people back home are doing shit like that. Like that's whack. Why are you taking a picture in a fucking grocery store and then putting it on Instagram? Like it's like what the fuck? Like y'all are so fucking ghetto. Like and it's not to be mean, but it's like my hometown is ghetto as fuck. Like. It's just some of the shit that we do, and it's, like, so funny to hear people say, like, nah, we don't be doing shit like that. And it's like, are we really that ghetto? 
you know, it's just funny. But, um, you know, nonetheless, I'm appreciative of, you know, where I come from because it made me who I am today. And I feel like, you know, I'm going to put on for my city no matter where I'm at, whether I'm back home. And I and I feel like I didn't appreciate my city until I left. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about, you know, moving away. It's like you really don't appreciate what you have until it's gone. And so I don't know if I'm moving back, but if I do move back, if I don't move back, like either way, at the end of the day, I love my city. I love my city, New Haven. All right. So, yeah, anyway, um... I'm going to wrap it up for this week. Um, I need to start having... I want to have some more guests on here. Um, It's just like with my work schedule going and everything, it may be a little harder, but um, we're going to figure it out. Um, I hope to be rebranding my everything by the end of this year. Um, I just need to get my life together. That's all I need to do. So... Yeah, again, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate the time that you've taken out to listen to little old me. Um, I still got to figure out how you guys can rate on iTunes, on the podcast, Apple Podcast, excuse me. Um, We're going to figure it out. Uh, just bear with me because I need people to like, rate, and subscribe. Um, and yeah, make sure you share, repost whatever you got to do but again thank you guys for listening to facts of life these are the facts of my life i'm your host zakia you can follow me on instagram and twitter at i'm five foot two and you can also be added to the facebook group called facts of life as well um thank you guys for listening and i will see you next week well talk to you next week